Are you just you just taking a picture? Or? Uh, hold on. Hello, everyone. This is Kathy, and I'm here with Gwen Millie on behalf of Epic Lifestyles, and we're here in the Black Home Ski Patrol Room with all their equipment. It's so fantastic here. It's a beautiful day. And it's now February the um, 16th. No, February, I'm getting ahead of myself. Ninth. February the 9th, up here in 2018 on top of Blackcomb. And Gwen's going to share with us today a little story about her career here at Blackcomb and with the rescue program using her dog. So, Gwen, welcome to Epic Lifestyles. Maybe what you could do is just share with us how long you've been here in Whistler. Yeah, well, thanks, Kathy. And, uh yeah, I, uh, I've been in Whistler. I moved to Whistler in 1991, and uh, so I've been here a while, and I started actually patrolling in 1991 as well. And really what brought me to, to Whistler was a friend who uh, came out from Ontario and uh, gave me a call in the middle of the winter and said, Gwen, you, you really need to come to Whistler. It's a beautiful area. Come on out and ski. And I had just finished up uh, at the University of Guelph, and thought, well, I'll go to Whistler, go for a couple of weeks to ski and see what it's like. So I came out to Whistler and checked out the skiing and, and uh, of course, fell in love with Whistler and uh, decided to stay and uh, make ski patrolling uh, my career. Wonderful. Yeah. And so maybe what we could do is just explain your what a typical day is like for you, Gwen, on Blackcomb, and do you also do patrolling over on Whistler Mountain? Yeah, so the patrolling for me specifically is on Blackcomb, and generally that's, that's how it works is patrollers that work on Whistler tend to stay on Whistler and, uh, or Blackcomb, stay on Blackcomb. Mm -hmm. um, a general, general day... If the weather, you know, if we haven't had snow overnight, um, generally starts at 7 or 7.30 in the morning. Um, we upload Wizard Solar, come into Alpine, and we have a morning meeting so the patrol has an understanding of what's going on operationally for the day. And then we split up into our different zones and make sure all the runs are, are um, good to go, safe for the public to, uh, to use. And then, um, we, we work in specific areas and um, basically prepare ourselves for anybody that's injured or needs our help on the mountain. Do you also work on the mountain in the summertime or uh, just the winter? Yeah, I, I used to. Mm -hmm. uh, I used to work up on the glacier, but now um, I don't work on the mountain in the summertime. So <laughs> yeah. I'm fortunate enough to be able to spend time with my boys in, in July and August. Wonderful. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Maybe you could share with us, um, as Gwen has a fairly new puppy that she's going to introduce us to by a photo later on. Uh, for dog training, do you have a specific patrol dog book that you would recommend to people who are interested in becoming patrollers? And maybe we could talk to where you took your course to become a patroller as well. Right. Um, I guess there's there's two sides to it. You know, the, um, the prerequisites for becoming a patroller. Obviously, you need to be somebody who enjoys the out of doors and loves to ski. You need to be a good, good skier. Um, you need to be a person that, um, you know, enjoys helping people and, and um, teaching other people specific skills. Um, and you also require uh, a first aid 
um, certificate. Uh, generally, it's a 80-hour plus first aid course that you would you would need to take. And now those are your basic prerequisites, as well as um, an avalanche uh, course, this EAA Level One avalanche course. So those are your sort of minimum prerequisites to to get into um, full-time patrolling. Um, specific books out there, you know, a lot of them are, are skill-based books. Mm -hmm. So whether it's a, a technical technician guides for first aid or for rope rescue or specific to that. So there's many, many books out there uh, that folks can look at specifically for different skill sets. On the dog side of things, um, you know, you need to be in the industry uh, to work towards becoming a dog handler. Generally, people um, need to get their own skill sets, um, uh, be quite proficient at all the skill sets that a patroller or a search and rescue technician would have. Mm -hmm. And then you, you can diverge off into becoming a dog handler. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite a lot of uh, time and uh, energy invested in becoming a dog handler. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of dog handlers that are new to the program, they'll read uh, um, uh, "How to Be Your Dog's Best Friend" uh, by the monks of New Skeet, mm -hmm. and and that just gives people some ideas of how to choose the right puppy and all that type of stuff. It's it's quite a, a fun book to read and quite a lot of information with that. Um, and it might be even helpful for general people who just want to train their yeah. own home. You know, residential dog doesn't have to be a rescue dog. Exactly. Just be a good puppy. Exactly. Well, that's a great, we'll put a link to the book on epiclifestyles.ca for people to review. Cool. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Yeah. And where do you see yourself uh, when you officially retire from this beautiful uh, <laughs> mountain-based career? Well, you know, I, I, I think, well, eventually all of us uh, do, do retire from ski patrolling. It's uh, quite a mentally and physically demanding job. Um, but certainly we, we all work here, you know, because we, we love the outdoors and we like to help people and be active and, and all those fun things. Um, but I guess for myself, you know, um, my, I think my body will, will certainly let me know <laughs> when, it, when it's time to, to retire. Uh, but certainly Whistler will always be, you know, a, a home base for me. Mm -hmm. um, I would love to, to travel and see more of the world. Um, with my family and my nice. husband, but um, certainly Whistler will always remain the know, base. The, the base. The base. The to, foundation. Yeah, That's lovely. Yeah, for sure. That's great. Yeah. Okay. And um, so, well, lastly, what we like to do is share a life hack of something that is a tip to our listeners on um, Epic Lifestyles and our blog. So, as a longtime skier myself, I've been skiing in Whistler since I was five. And one of the things as a ski instructor in my past career was falling upside down in a tree well. I'll never forget it. I was lucky to survive. I've often mentioned to people to carry whistles and ski with a buddy. Mm -hmm. And I self-rescued by pushing up against the tree and leveraging myself out of the hole. Mm -hmm. I just had no training. Mm -hmm. I was thoroughly lucky because mm -hmm. my other ski buddies had gone down about 20 feet. There was no way that they would have been able to come up and get me. Mm -hmm. And I think I would think that avalanche danger, tree wells, mm -hmm. um, even just a, a, a minor 
going through avalanche debris fields is very difficult and challenging for people in flat light as mm -hmm. well. Yeah. Um, so is there a safety tip or two, a life hack that you'd like to share? Well, there's, there's many. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I, I would say, you know, um, being aware of the environment that you're heading into and respect um, that environment that you're heading into, whether it's uh, the mountains or the ocean or mm -hmm. any new environment that you're not familiar with, um, you need to respect that environment and learn as much as you possibly can about that environment before heading into those, those specific areas. So if you're heading out of bounds, get some education prior to heading out there and know the, the right gear to carry with you. And if things go sideways, um, knowing how to get out of those specific situations. So mm -hmm. how ha having the proper skill sets that if things go wrong in that environment, how can you um, how can you get out of that environment in a relatively safe safe way? So. Thank you for that life hack. And yeah. I know there's quite a few companies up here that offer training. Mm -hmm. um, and they're in the Whistler Valley here, Whistler based. Mm -hmm. So we'll put a link to those companies that you can take that outdoor training. Mm -hmm. um, and there's even a wonderful search and rescue group here in town that if you mm -hmm. wish to augment possibly the idea of being a ski patroller with search and rescue, uh, there's also that training as well. So we thank you so much for everything that you're doing here on the mountain, keeping us safe. For those who go out of bounds, you understand the responsibilities and the risks that you're taking by stepping out of bounds. And um, it's such a pleasure to ski here at two of the most famous mountains in the world. As part of the Vale Resorts, we hope to welcome you here. And please check out, out um, our blog on epiclifestyles.ca. And thank you again, Gwen Millie, for your interview. You're welcome. <laughs> and that's it. So Yeah, we... I should have mentioned actually CARTA because that's, mm -hmm. that's a huge organization that obviously CARTA and the RCMP. Right. That, uh, that helped in that respect. Okay.